Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining in for the Talk Theory Podcast. Thanks for being a listener. Um, Before we get started, folks, I have some good news. Season two of Fantasy Island is dropping January 2nd, people, on Fox, next day on Hulu. Okay, just a little promotional plug. I know some folks have been asking, you know, is there a season two? What's going on? And yes, oh yes, there sure is a season two. Um, I don't know where the southern accent is coming from, but (laughs) I don't know, people. Um, Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. It's really exciting. Um, the stories and writing is just so good. Last year was good, but this year is even better. The writers are just, they killed it. They just absolutely killed it. Um, so I'm really excited to share that with you guys. And I just love working on that show. You know, honestly, I feel so lucky. Uh, I just got the best cast, Rosalind and John, are amazing and it's just the coolest job that every week there's like a new really amazing actor that gets to come on set and I'm like whoa um so (laughs) I'm just bragging a little bit because I I truly do I love the show um and I'm really excited to share so show us some love folks on January 2nd put it in your calendars and I'll see y'all on the screen All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Let's just get into it. You know, let's do it. I've, I've had a few recent conversations on the topic of criticism, specifically when someone's trying to give you constructive criticism and when someone's not and how to know the difference. Now, what is constructive criticism? Google's definition is constructive criticism focuses on providing constructive feedback supported by specific examples to help you improve in some area. Constructive criticism should be offered in a friendly manner with good intentions. So the key components of implementing this is you have to mean well. Otherwise, you're just saying things to say things with zero drive or purpose, a.k.a. kind of being mean just a little bit. But when it gets hazy for most people, or at least more emotionally sensitive folks like me, is when it's being given by someone you care about or someone who's close within your social circle. So this could be family a friend, a significant other, a coworker, etc. Anyone who's spent long periods of time with you or is just within your social circle, like I said. And it's like, well, why do I care for what any of these people think? 
And the answer to that for me is because I care about them. And I talked about this in the last episode about how sometimes I can have a tendency to people please just a little bit or to care what others think of me, which is normal. You know, I think most folks have felt that way, but it's the, I I think it just boils down to want to be perceived in a positive way. And so of course, if someone I care about is giving me feedback and I'm listening, I'm going to be a little nervous to receive what they're going to (laughs) say, especially when it's my art. My music and writing is all very personal. So sometimes I can get protective over what I'm creating, which I think most creatives can relate to that as well. So there's that, but I, I don't know. The older I've gotten, I've definitely learned to release that way more. Because now I'm just at the point of my life where I'm interested in the learning and receiving new information because I want to get better. So I'm welcoming the criticism because in my head that gives me an advantage point to be the best that I can be. But the perfect example of this truly is through acting. But specifically acting class. (laughs) shout out to the actors listening to this, you know, because when you're going to class, it's all about giving the actor notes and critiques. Also that you can, you know, it's for your benefit, right? So you can dial in on the things you need to strengthen and improve on, which is great. But at the same time, it can be hard because depending on what technique you're using, the work can feel really personal. And if you're using parts of your real life to work into the scene so the words feel more true to you, when you're being critiqued on a performance, it can sometimes feel (laughs) pointed, right? And I'm guilty of feeling a little down after performance if the notes weren't stellar. (laughs) Because... All right, you also got to understand, as actors, it's kind of our job to have people enjoy what we put out there. Or at least we want you to feel connected in some way with with what we're presenting. So, of course, if you put something out there and folks don't like it, you're going to feel a little down. And... Something I started doing when receiving feedback as an actor is honestly just take what I need to separate myself from the performance. Because at the end of the day, when you're auditioning for something or or working on something, it's not really about you. It's about what you're bringing to the story. Not about you as a personal person, but just what you brought to the character. And... I know, I know, if you're an actor listening to this, you might be rolling your eyes. (laughs) But that's just the truth. These folks are looking to hire someone and they're just going with, with who seems to best suit the character. Now, of course, there's some situations where, I mean, that statement is a little questionable, but that's, that's a whole nother conversation. 
Okay, so anyway, when I finish my auditions, meetings, callbacks, I just let it go. And in the sense that I gave all of me in that moment. I put in the work and my, my best foot forward. And because I am using my personal life within the breaking down of the scripts, it's essentially therapy for me. Um, so when I get to the end of the scene, it's a release. I'm letting go of something I maybe hadn't had the opportunity to process until a script gave me the chance to do so. And so it for me, that helps because it's like no matter if they like it or they don't like it, I like it for myself because it helped me feel better about a situation that I wanted to feel better about. So with that said, you know, regardless if I get it or not, I know that I did. I put all my whole self into it. And of course, you know, I'll still keep my ears perked for any notes that I can bring in on the next thing. But a big part of it is letting go. And working on a on a set, if you get critiqued, just learning to take the note. There's been points in time where I've questioned a note for clarity purposes so I understand motivation within a, so I can understand, sorry, a motivation within a scene. And sometimes this changes the note, but sometimes it doesn't. And I had to learn through work, which battles to pick. You can't win everything. And honestly, there's been a few times where I've been adjusted and then later watched it on TV and realized, oh, Okay, yeah, I see where they were going with that, and good choice. (laughs) So sometimes it really, you know, just keep an open mind. And, I mean, truly acting is all about letting go and how to take criticism. Seriously, if I stop my career over the amount of no's that I've received, baby, oh, baby, I would not be here talking to you. about my career now that's for sure it's it's just a huge part of the industry that not a lot of people talk about but there is a lot of rejection and you know it makes sense there's so many projects out there so many people statistically you're not going to be perfect for every role and really the only thing you can do about that or or make different is really just about controlling your attitude. And again, I know this kind of just seems like, really, this is your advice, but it's just the truth. I mean, I'm talking for myself as well, okay? Uh, Because I've had plenty of situations where I'm racking my mind about stuff, and at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't that, oh, you didn't do a good job, or you didn't do whatever, they loved you, just decided a different look. They decided that... And so I can't control that, you know? So for me, it's about my confidence and certainty. And I feel that I get much better feedback and a lot more callbacks when I'm just in that energy. I found that preparation is the number one thing that makes me feel confident. 
And that's why when I'm in class, I'm writing all the notes and zeroed in on when my teacher's giving me critiques about a performance because I know by the slightest adjustment, that can make me more confident in my choices and just feel overall more comfortable um, and able to let go of stuff because it's like, you know, I can only do so much, prep so much, and, um, you know, the rest is up to powers that be. And I just, I'll, you know, you guys know I'm spiritual, so I also believe that um, the right thing will always find me. Always, always. Anything that's ever come into my life, I've never had to chase it. And that's the truth. Anything that I've, I've had that's changed my life, the work, the jobs, I did not have to, um, you know, just hustle and bustle and have this really intense energy. In fact, when I did that, a lot of the time it felt like it was taking forever to get here. And I go in those... Um, you know, dip in and out of that kind of behavior. And I have to remind myself that what's meant for me will never miss me. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to stay prepared, right? You still do the things that you know are going to help you stay prepared. But it's just about relaxing, releasing your shoulders from your ears. It's all good. Don't worry. Don't be so stressed. You know, you've made it this far. You've seen really good things happen for you. You're going to be just fine. So, uh, you know, I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to me. So, now, when we're talking about family, oof. (laughs) I can be a little extra sensitive to that. Yeah, mostly because I think it's in the delivery, you know. Depending on how... (laughs) the critique is delivered. It can feel more like judgment than actual helpful advice. And in my case, I'm pretty close to my family. You know, we don't really sugarcoat it. Just tell it how it is. Which is good because you get straight to the point. But depending on how you're holding up in that moment, it can feel like, a swift kick to the old emotional mental health region, you know? And I know my family means well, but I just sometimes you got to separate the delivery with what's actually being said. And the truth about all of this is you have free agency, folks. Take it or leave it. You don't have to take, you know, everyone's critiques and notes and advice, et cetera. I was telling a friend the other day about how I go about my life with, with, when it comes to learning new things. When I'm, you know, reading something new, listening to something new, whatever it may be, I take what makes sense to me and use that. There is no point in forcing something that you just truly to your core don't agree with. And I think we all have seasons in life and sometimes things resonate on a more deeper, stronger level than other things at, at that point in time. And then as time goes on, you go back to read that old book, listen to that old song, or remember what someone said, and all clicks. Or you're able to understand new things now that at the time when you were told or heard or whatever, you just weren't really privy to. 
And that's just life, you know, from growing up and getting new experiences, really. And it's also not, remember this, it's also not your job (laughs) to try and convince the other person to see your point of view, you know. Because chances are, the person has gathered an opinion off of what you presented in the moment. So no matter how much you try to inform or fill them in on your side of things or, um, you know, trying to explain, they're going to feel how they feel, period. Even after, okay? (laughs) Truly. So, but also learning that not everyone... Not everyone's going to talk to you how you want them to. You know, and there's been plenty of times in my life where I've been given critiques by people who actually, you know, had good advice or notes, but delivered it terribly. (laughs) And I've let that get to me before, for sure, and got a little emotional. But as I've gotten older, I've just learned to let go of that emotional part. And it's probably all the rejection, honestly, I've received in modeling and acting over the years. But at the end of the day, (laughs) you can't control how people talk to you or come at you. So you got to learn to let that go, you know? And the other side of this is, What if folks are just being mean, though, right? You know, like, the the critique is just negative. There's no actual real benefit for you to learn. And I mentioned this before, but it's true. Social media, okay, has created this normalization in people commenting on your life. Granted... You're out here sharing your life. So you got to know it comes with consequences. If you're inviting people in on your life, posting these things on your feed, and and by the way, I use the term your life lightly, okay? Because let's be honest, our social media pages are really only a subsection of our actual real life. But what I'm saying is if your stuff isn't private, folks are going to feel inclined to say something or do something about whatever you're sharing. I'm not saying that that makes it okay for people to comment hate or negative stuff, but it is just how it is. Social media has given this ability to have access to people you've never met in real life and say whatever it is you want to say to them. And Man, I used to let this stuff get to me. And truth be told, if it gets out of hand, I'm blocking folks, okay? I am not too proud to be hitting people with that block party. You get a block, you get a block, you get a block. Everybody's getting blocked, okay? I'm the Oprah of blocking. I truly don't care. I don't. If you're disturbing my peace, you're gone, baby. Babes, you're out of here, okay? Bye. But, you know, with that, yeah, I've received some, (laughs) these characters that come out of me, I don't know, received some wild, I've received some wild hate comments. And I just have to get to the point where I go, 
I don't even know this person. Oh God, this person doesn't even know me. And guaranteed, guarantee I'm out in real life and this person sees me. They don't have the gall to come up to me and say any of that. No, because now they're facing reality and I'm looking at them, a real person and not a screen. And honestly, when you think about folks who contribute to online hate, what in the world is going on? One, just the time and commitment. I have never hopped up on my feed and just been scrolling, seen something I didn't like, didn't groove with, and then decided, you know what? I am gonna, I'm gonna sit on my phone and share this comment with this person because they need to know that I don't like what the, like, I don't know this person. Do you, boo? And I'm gonna keep scrolling. So, you know, <laughs> to me, if someone is willing to do all that, the first thing I think of is this person's got a lot of free time, but also they're probably just not doing so hot themselves, honestly, truly. So it's really got nothing to do with me. I'm going to hit you with that block and let it go, babes. Let it go. Not for me to hold on uh, or to keep that kind of energy. So no, thank you. All right, <laughs> as we come to a close on that positive note. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting a little too comfortable with y'all. It is what it is. So here's the theory of the week. You lose your power when you rest it in the hands of others. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it's okay to take advice from people you trust, respect, or to take notes. But these are also just their opinions. It's okay, all right? Not everyone has to like everything you do. So just take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Your power lies within you. Your power lies within you. So don't forget that, okay? Don't forget that. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode. Happy holidays, folks. Stay safe. And I shall see you next week. Yes, next week. Hi, hello. I'm still, am I awake? We don't know. All right. Love you. Bye.